Welcome to another episode of Build Your Fort. And today's special guest is Miss Ashley Cockrell. She is a full-time nurse practitioner and a lifestyle blogger of mylivingspace.com. And, you know, welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us tonight or the, today. And I really appreciate you, you know, making making space for us. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled and honored. Um, congratulations on your podcast. I mean, it's so exciting to see you doing amazing things. And I'm just excited to be here, to be honest with you. So thank you so much. Well, I appreciate that. And another thanks to you. You're a nurse. I know times are hard right now in the medical field, and it takes a lot out of you all as people, as professionals. So you know, I'm sending you good vibes to all of you and your coworkers that are out there taking care of our Americans out there, because it's a challenging time, especially for someone that is not only dealing with coronavirus, but the people who are caring for them. So, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. It has it has been a year. I will say that. Um, but honestly, that's you know, I know that's what I'm called to do. And so that's what keeps me fueled. And then also having, you know, people like you to connect with after hours and, and things like my living spree to do in my in my spare time keeps me going. So thank you so much for that. You're so very welcome. So, you know, as you know, Build Your Ford is about telling the stories of people doing work that they love. And I knew immediately when I met you in Ghana, you know, that there was something about you. There was a light that shined and there was a spirit about you that was extremely infectious. And And I don't know if people tell you that very often, but I think you know that. That's why you do the work that you do. So where does that radiance come from? Honestly, it comes from within. And, and I know that sounds cliche, but it comes from within. And it took me a very long time to find my light within because it was so covered with darkness. Mm. Um, I have a history of, you know, depression and anxiety, to be honest with you. And there were times when I couldn't see the light. And I realized that the light that I was looking for was right inside of me. It was my essence. And it was, it, I had to literally tap into it. So I found my voice. Um, I be started believing in who I was and I started to believe in the gifts and, and talents that I naturally have as myself, as Ashley. And honestly, that's where my light comes from and really having a genuine care for people and connection. I think that's one thing that I know that I've had since I was little. Like I love to talk to people. I love to know, you know, more about people to find out their stories. And I think that genuine connection that I have with people comes from me just wanting to know more and wanting to, you know, dig deeper. And wow. so I just started believing in myself in that. And I just continue to show up as myself authentically no matter where I am. So whether we're in Ghana, whether we are in Houston, whether we're in the hospital, no matter where we are, I believe in being myself and I encourage other people to do the same and figure out what their light is as well. That's beautiful. So that was something you had to cultivate, you know, and I think many people go through the things that you just mentioned, yes. you know, the history, the trauma, the things that kind of um, shape us as people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we have to do things to kind of bring ourselves out of that. So uh, what what things did you do to cultivate 
yourself to be where you are today? Yes. So that's a really good question, um, Lindy. So my journey, my I, I call it my journey of self-discovery. And, and that's where I get my living spree from. So it's my own personal self-care journey or journey of self-discovery. And it honestly began with travel. So back in 2015, um, I was really, you know, experiencing some dark times in my life, to be honest with you. And I decided, you know, I was like, I'm really not living. I'm not truly living the life that I know I was created to live. And I and it was because I wasn't doing the things that I love. Like I love to travel. And I realized I'm like, I haven't traveled in so long because I've just been working. I've been doing so many things for other people. I really need to figure out what I love and get back to that. And so I started traveling and it was at during my trip to Dubai. I went to Dubai in 2015 mm-hmm. and it was just like it literally like exposed me to a whole new world, to be honest with you. And that new world honestly allowed me to see myself in a different light. And so I started to peel back the layers and I really started to discover new things about me. And that's what inspired me to start to go for more and to dream again and to think of ideas like my blog that I have now and think of ways to you know, empower people, empower women. And so honestly, I believe travel gave me the clarity that I needed. Um, for what was next for me and the gifts and talents that I need to utilize. And I, I really am a high advocate for travel because it really introduces you to different parts of yourself because you get to see yourself in a different light and in a different space. And you get to see how other people are living as well. Yes. And it's just so therapeutic. And, I, and I, I'm so glad that we met on a travel trip because I do believe that we had some, you know, fun experiences, but also some revelations, especially as we headed into 2020 um, in Ghana. Yeah, that was a magical time. Unfortunately, I was extremely ill, but I still had the time of my life Yes, experiencing a new country that I've never been to and bringing the new year in in Ghana was like none other. Yes. Going to Afrochella, meeting the people on the trip. Those people I still keep in contact with. A few of them, we still have dialogue. We we haven't had an well. I have had one of them that have come to Atlanta. We've had lunch. This was before before the um, pandemic. But to be able to see you all still thriving, it just warms my soul. And when we go when I go to the website and I see all of our pictures on there, I'm like, oh, those are my folks. Those are my peeps. Yes. yes. So yes. give me an example how how what you've cultivated? How has it served you or how has it served others? Give me an example of how it served someone. Well, I believe that honestly, I, I like it was a, it's a Nelson Mandela quote and I hope I'm quoting it right. Don't, don't, don't um, knock me down if I'm, if I'm not quoting this right, but it's something hey, this is a non-judgment zone. Do your you. thing. <laughs> I hope this is a safe space. <laughs> it is. This is a very safe place. Okay. So the the quote, um, and I'm going to paraphrase it loosely, but it basically says um, something to the effect of you showing up as your full self gives others permission to do the same. And so I believe me showing up as my full self on these travel trips talking to people or people seeing me as a nurse practitioner who is doing other things in her life or has other, you know, creative outlets 
or allowing herself to explore different parts of herself mm-hmm. is inspiring other people to do that same thing. So you you find some of my friends who are teachers have been inspired to start their businesses in hair care because they always, you know, wanted to explore natural remedies for their scalp. Or there are friends who have always wanted to be personal coaches who are starting coaching businesses. Um, And I'm continuing to build that network and help them to, you know, reach those next levels in their business by connecting them with other people in business so that they can thrive. Because one thing I believe, Lindy, is is community is everything. And so I think one thing that I have spread and I have helped people to do is cultivate community. And I think there's so much power in bringing people together and giving them the tools and the resources that they need so they can get to the next level. That and is I think wonderful. out of your comfort zone, when you see somebody else like, wow, like this person is doing it, they're stepping out of their comfort zone and doing something more. There is so much freedom that you give permission to other people to do that exact same thing. So I'm going to tell you, like you starting this podcast and doing this is helping other people like realize that they have gifts and things that and dreams that they have that they might have been putting on the back burner that they might need to put, you know, in the forefront. Yes, and I still have my um my my living spree oh, uh, booklet That's that you gave awesome. us all yay. in Ghana and you know many of the notes that I needed to write down and begin cultivating for myself I wrote them down in that book and I've held on to it since you know since the pandemic before the pandemic you know we we brought 2020 into uh, you know, just a few months afterwards, the pandemic hit. So yes. that was an opportunity to begin using that booklet as a way to cultivate my own living spree. Yes. I've done so many things over the years, but um, those things have culminated to this and I'm happy for it. Yes, I'm excited. Thank you so much. That really warms my heart. And it's really about like you being the be- best version of yourself. And sometimes that looks like you saying no to things. So maybe Mm. not always saying yes. Sometimes you need to rest because I've had waves in my life when I've tried to do everything on my living spree. And I'm like, girl, the thing that you need to do right now is rest. The thing that you need to do right now, right now is slow down. The thing that you need to do is all the lessons that you learn in the self-development. You need to let that, you need to reflect on that so that you can actually apply it. Because there's a lot of application that we need to do with the experiences and the lessons that we learn and we take in. Um, And I think we need to give ourselves grace and space to do that. And sometimes if we continue to, you know, move all the time, um, we don't allow ourselves to fully embody all of the lessons and the wisdom that we have gained through the experiences that we've gone through. So there's like another component to the living spree of rest. I'm a, I am a, advocate for rest and balance and figuring out what that looks like for you too. Wonderful. We're going to hashtag um, grace and space. Let's hashtag yes. grace and space. I like grace that. And space. Absolutely. So, and you know, and I've got, you know, I've, I've, of course, you know, I've looked at your website and I've seen a lot of things and it's absolutely beautiful. First of all, it's absolutely beautiful and inspiring a website. And there's a quote I'm going to get to that I read of yours. And we're going to talk to that, talk about that in a few, but I want to ask you a question about, you know, you began your career as a, a midwife, a nurse midwife, from yeah. what I understand. What steered you towards the practice of, practice of midwifery? 
That is a good question. And that's a little known fact. Not many people know. So I know you really read. I know you really read. <laughs> I do my homework, I, my you friend. You did your homework. <laughs> you did your homework. And that's one of those questions where, um, you know, in the icebreakers, they say, if you really know me, you know that. And I always say I'm a, I'm a midwife because not many people know that. But yeah, so midwifery, I've always, I remember being a little girl. Um, my great grandmother, I'm, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, my great grandmother, she had 14 children that she literally delivered. She she birthed 14 children into this world. And I remember having a conversation with her on the front porch in our, at her home in, in Birmingham. And I was just, I was like, how did you have the, have your babies? Like, did you have C-sections? Like, how, she was like, I had a midwife. She said, we didn't have hospitals back then. She's from, she was originally from um, Lowndes County, Alabama, which is the country. We call it the country. And she said, we didn't have hospitals. I had a midwife and I had my baby at home, my babies at home. And I thought, I'm like, in my mind, I was just mind blown. It was mind boggling to think that uh, the power of a woman to bring 14 children into this world naturally. And, and some of them, did, unfortunately, did not survive. But for the most part, I know that, you know, 12, at least about 12 children survived and she raised. And I just thought that that was so phenomenal. So I went down, like, from then I was so motivated and inspired. I said, I want to be a midwife because I want to be with women during the most pivotal time in their life to help them to bring life into this world because it's just so powerful. And I want to be an advocate for women to have whatever type of birth experience they want to have. Because again, I believe in the power of women and that women can do whatever they want to do and the baby is going to come. And so that inspired me and I've just been obsessed with it since then. And so midwifery is my first love. Listen, as we all know, and you know the statistics, and I've been reading them, that Black women have a high rate of death in childbirth. And so what you do and your passion for it is so needed, so needed, especially having a person of color, you know, in this profession and helping women bring these little lives into the world. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I love it. And I think it just stems from me wanting to be with women no matter what, like whether it's birthing a business or whether it's birthing a child. Like I just really have a passion for helping women. Um, and that's my love. That's my true, true love. It's so funny you say that. Well, that was one of my questions. It's like serving others, particularly women. That is your passion. That's, that's your purpose. Would you say is your person, your purpose? Absolutely. That's my purpose. I found, I know that that's my purpose and and it really just depends on at whatever capacity or what assignment I'm on, because I do believe in seasons and assignments. So, you know, in one stage of my life, I may be here serving women in one stage of my life. I might be there and sometimes it might be through my blog. But no matter what, I show up as Ashley, like I empower women no matter where I am. And I and it took a journey. It took me some time to detach my profession and my career with like my identity, if that makes sense. So like who I am, I carry that with me no matter where I go. So I'm not like Ashley this here and then I'm a completely different person 
somewhere else. I'm I'm just Ashley, no matter whatever role or whatever arena I'm serving in. And that's the way it should be. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have it any other way than you being who you are authentically. And Absolutely. that's an important message to so many people out there is to be who you are and don't be ashamed of who you are. You know, yes. just show up. Yes. Absolutely. You work hard all year long, so why not get more for your money at Experimax Midtown Atlanta? Looking for a MacBook Pro, iMac, or iPad? Don't pay full retail prices at the Apple Store when you can get the same quality products without the premium price. Experimax in Midtown Atlanta is your Apple headquarters, with everything from Apple desktops to laptops, watches, accessories, and more. Get the peace of mind you deserve and buy with confidence, knowing that all of Experimax certified pre-owned products are put through rigorous testing to make sure they deliver the reliability and dependability you demand. Experimax Midtown Atlanta makes it easy and affordable. Plus, you can trade in your old devices and get an offer right on the spot. So shop smarter and save money only at Experimax Midtown Atlanta. So mylivingspree.com. Yes. Tell me about that. How did you come up with that idea? Yes. So again, I was in du- when I was in Dubai in 2015 and I discovered, I said, you know what? I On that trip, I just had so much clarity. I said I was not living the life that I really truly felt like I deserved. I was bogged down with work. I, you know, had was in really tough relationships, traumatic relationships. I had you know, not a, a tight friend circle here in Houston. I had just moved to Houston um, and it was just a really tough time. So I decided that at that point, at that trip in Dubai, because I felt a breath of life revived inside of me during that travel, I said, you know what, this is what I'm missing. I'm missing doing what I love. I miss, you know, getting dressed up or expressing myself through fashion. I miss traveling. I miss connecting with community and women. I miss speaking. I miss, you know, doing photo shoots. Like I was like, I'm going to start doing everything that I know I love to do and that I'm passionate about doing and that brings me joy and I'm going to revive my joy. And so it was my journey of self-discovery and recovery. And I decided to document it. And so that's how I decided to come on um, to start a blog, because I wanted others to come along this journey with me and hopefully to figure out what their journey would be as well. So in during in my living spree blog, you're going to find the fashion, you're going to find my travel experiences, you're going to find empowering messages. But the the main the main message through all of that is. The importance of mental health and self-care, the importance of, you know, developing and cultivating confidence in oneself outside of what society tells you, outside of external validation, the inner work that's important, preparing for, you know, what's coming. It's it's really all about self-development and self-discovery. And I can tell that you have a... You now have that tight, close knit of friends. I mean, I'll be yes. watching. I'll be watching. I see y'all yeah. taking your pictures. I see y'all gathering. I see you all working out. Yeah. I see you all coming together as a community. It's 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 a wonderful thing to see. How do you how do you tell those women? What do you say to them when you're speaking, when you're speaking life into them? What do you tell them when it comes to how they live their best life? So I I tell them that you have to figure out, one, it's important to find your voice. So you have to find your voice and that takes inner work. 
Okay. That takes you really going inside and discovering like, who is Ashley? What does she like? How does she talk authentically? Not, you know, like authentically, how does she talk? How does she show up? What, what brings her joy? What, what are her non-negotiables in life? Like really getting to know yourself and that takes spending time with yourself. So finding your voice. Two, I say figuring out what season you're in, because there are some seasons when you are to receive and you're just supposed to, you know, listen and and go within. But then there are some seasons where it's time to get up and get out of your comfort zone because you've been sitting there for too long. You have everything you need. Now it's time to go forth and do the things that you know you need to do next. Right. So that's two. And then three. Make sure that you have a community of support of people around you that are going to hold you accountable to the things that you need to do to be better in life and that are going to support you genuinely. Not people that are just around for fair weather, not people that are flaky, but people that are genuine, that are going to give you grace, but Mm. that are going to also call you out when you, you know, you're not on track. And it's a balance because I have my friend. I'm like, okay, girl, y'all know I'm, I understand we're going to give grace, but let's make sure that tomorrow we get back on it or we're doing whatever we said we were going to do. And so I think those three things is the starting point. Make sure you find your voice, realize what season you're in and figure out how to cultivate a community of support to help you to get to the next level. Yo, that is the blueprint. Thank you. That is the blueprint. (laughs) So the quote that I found with of yours is like your says, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, compassion and style. Is that ingrained in your brain? It is ingrained in my brain. And I'm going to give credit to Maya Angelou for that quote. I, look, I love a good quote now. Yes. Maya, like, I love that quote. And I really think that that truly embodies what my mission is, and especially with, with my living spree, because I really think that we are put on this earth more than to just survive. We are meant to thrive. We're meant to live the life that God has really called us to live. And that's not a that's not a life of lack. That's a life of abundance. It's the mindsets that we have that put us in, you know, scarce places where we think we don't deserve or where we are settling or where we are playing small or where we are not going for the the best that we know we can go for or becoming our best. And so I really believe that we are not here for a very long time, Lenthe, as we have seen in 2020, like life is so fragile. And so we have a very limited time in the grand scheme of things to live it to its fullest, whatever that looks like for you. Some people want to build empires. Some people just want to be able to come home and spend quality time with their family. Some people, you know, and it really just depends on what that looks like for you. But I believe that that is my mission. I love that quote. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yes. Would you say that at this point in your life that you are living that quote in your everyday life? Absolutely. I I believe that as of today, I am. Now, it has taken me a journey because I have had some, some times where I felt like I could barely breathe. Wow. 
I felt like I was not, I was simply surviving, like I, or that I didn't want to survive. Like I've had some very low places. And so it took me to be at rock bottom to discover like, no, I deserve better. And I'm going to tell you my turning point. And I, and I share this a lot, you know, in my, in my talks, because I really want to be transparent and I want I hope this helps someone, but in my darkest moments of depression, um, in 2015, 2016, 2016, where I found myself at my lowest, I knew I needed help and that help, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm spiritual. I know how to pray, but I knew I needed more. And that came in the form of a therapist. I met a therapist at a conference, like a couple of years prior to and I said, I've never had a therapist before, but I'm going to keep her car in case I need it. And I remember sitting on my couch in my one my two-bedroom apartment um, years ago, and I said, I need to find her car. I found her car, and I called her, and I said, "Can I, we meet the very next day. And from that day forward, I committed myself to doing the work mentally with my therapist journaling, talking to myself, like encouraging myself, like all of the homework she gave me, spending time by myself. To And it took me years. It took me years to get out of that place, to unlearn, to relearn, to forgive myself, to forgive other people. And I can say today, yes, I am thriving. I am thriving. Of course, I have bad days. Who doesn't? Like you, you probably saw me earlier, like yeah. <laughs> on the struggle bus. But guess what? I pick, I know how to pick myself up, and I know how to, you know, incorporate those tools that she gave me and utilize them. And so we're practicing. We're practicing. Well, life is a practice, and every yeah. day we have to get up, Absolutely. and we have to keep on trying every day. And absolutely, as you say, live your best life. Ashley, yeah. thank you so much for joining me. I don't. I can't think of anyone else to help me kick this thing off, you know, and I appreciate everything that you do for everyone. And I appreciate you for being you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm just so honored and thrilled. Like it gives me chills just to be on this call with you because like I said, we sh we share some very special moments and experiences in Ghana and to just see your growth and progression and to be here is, is truly an honor and I don't take it lightly and I'm so grateful. And I thank you for the work that you're doing and, you know, spotlighting entrepreneurs who are moving forward and even yourself, you're shining light for so many people by doing what you do and, and highlighting the stories of other people who are doing it as well. So please continue to keep going. And if there's anything I can do to continue to support you, please let me know because I would love to be a part of your journey as well. Thank you so much. And I look forward to us having another conversation again soon. Absolutely. I would love it. Just let me know when.